So the theme of the uh, conference, the Sourcing Social Talent, is art meets science. Do you think social recruitment and sourcing today is more art or more science or equal parts? Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go right down the middle there. It's equal. And the, the, the type of art and the type of science that we're using is changing. So traditionally, um, the art was how you spoke to Canada, how you, how you could be, be interested in an opportunity. It was being able to sense whether Canada was good or not, whether a job was, uh, you know, how it fitted into the market. And to a large extent, that still exists. But I think the science part these days is investigating, right, I'm after a developer. What does the whole development market look like in New Zealand? What are these people interested in? What are they engaging in? What type of networks are they interested in? There's lots of big data out there that's accessible these days. So reviewing all of that before you put together a campaign or you go to market. And then the art side of things, more and more is becoming about marketing. So it's the type of visual content, the type of video content um, that you put out for market, making sure it meets the data that you um, identify from the science side of things. Um, but then, you know, it, it's having a certain creative element, becoming more like a marketer. That's equally as important, but different skills from what we would have had three or four years ago. What industries do you think really need to start upskilling in this area now, where they're perhaps not prepared for the way that recruitment is quickly changing? The obvious answer is it's, it's the industrial blue-collar sectors um, because they were, the, they, they were slower to uptake the likes of LinkedIn in terms of their, their usage. Um, and we're actually seeing a lot of those types of markets really fly on to LinkedIn um, still, whereas sectors such as technology, people are leaving LinkedIn. So very, very different audiences. I, I ran some training in Christchurch recently where we, we run a search for uh, carpenters in Christchurch uh, on LinkedIn, and there was over 400. I wouldn't have expected there to be hardly any carpenters on LinkedIn. So you could definitely see those, those types of audiences joining those networks. And what that means for either in-house recruiters or agency recruiters is in those sectors, you've got to start thinking about the sort of tools that are already being used in technology. Um, but right across the board, you know, even if we're talking technology, there's definitely still some companies that are working as they were doing five, ten years ago. Um, so I, I don't think any of us can, can be uh, happy to be complacent. In terms of data, Chris, is there one, you know, a, a lot of organisations collect data on a range of things, but their problem is they don't know how to analyse it. Is there one key data trend that you would recommend just having a look at or perhaps putting more emphasis on? Yeah, I think a lot depends on whether you're agency or in-house, but the, the biggest one for me is really understanding your audience. Um, and whether, whether you're agency or in-house, it's the same thing. You need to understand the specific group of people that you're trying to target, either if you're sourcing them or if you're targeting marketing to them. Um, because if you don't get that right, you could create the best marketing campaign there is. Um, but if it's not shown to the right people or, or if it doesn't, appeal to the right audience and it's going to fail. And on the same same, uh, same message, if you've um, got a really, really good job, but you don't know how to communicate and sell it to the audience because you don't understand your audience and you're going to really struggle to fill that role. So it's utilizing the wide variety of information that's available out there to understand the generalizations of your audience, but also if you're contacting one person, the specific things that are relevant to them. So, you know, what are their hobbies? What are their interests? Are they married? Are they singles? Do they like travel? Um, all of those things can help influence them, um, giving you a better chance of actually getting them into a job. So for people who are coming to the conference to see you, what will they take away? 
coming at the conference? Well, what, what we're going to be talking about is recruitment marketing. I'm not talking about marketing the brand or the employment rating. I'm talking about how to market specific jobs. So we're going to go through a real-life case study um, that we, we did in, in conjunction with one of our partners. And we looked to recruit over 40 bankers across New Zealand into new roles. We created an online campaign that was designed to um, target people on networks where they were socially active and then appeal to their inquisitive nature, um, also aligned with the client's um, sort of deployment brand. This, is, this has been running for the last four weeks, and we've got the first set of data back through, and it looks to have been a very, very successful campaign. So we're going to give an overview of how we came up with the concept, how we implemented it, and how we measured the results. And hopefully by the time the conference is here, we'll be able to walk through the specific results as well. So Chris, who inspires you in the industry? I think there's an awful lot of so-called thought leaders out there in the industry, and I've got a lot of respect for all of them. What, what I really admire are people who are doing their day-to-day -day roles, their recruitment managers or their recruiters at agencies, who are prepared to do things slightly different. And there's an awful lot of them in New Zealand um, that I've bumped into who've just done something slightly different or just tried a new idea. And maybe it's failed, maybe it's been successful, but they've at least given it a go.